Welcome to Share Talk, the only podcast where investors come first. Today we have Matt Lofgren, who is the CEO of Nostra Terra Oil and Gas, which is a ticker NTOG on the FTSE AIM market. Welcome, Matt. Nice to speak to you. Great. Thanks for having me. So I was just wondering if you could give a brief background of your own working history before we get into NTOG. Yeah, sure. Um, I've uh, I've been in oil and gas for uh, about a decade now. Um, I was working for a, a large developer in the U.S., and it's it's kind of an interesting piece of history. Uh, ties into some of the global uh, events that have gone on, uh, but um, had uh, had large holding, and we we're developing um, big communities over in the the southwest with a couple ranches bought in Texas, and um, and at the time there were there were no wells of any sort on these ranches, and um, about a year after buying these ranches, um, got leases taken on them, and uh, ended up um, becoming the very beginning of the first of all the shell plays in the world, the Barnett Shell. And um, these ranches were smack dab in the middle of it. And that that happened before he had hired me. And um, after after doing his acquisition, entitlement, uh, development work um, for a, a bit, he said, "Look, you know, the, the what we've got here in the uh, in the Barnett and what's happened um, has been the best accident that's ever happened to me. And um, I'd like to I'd like to do more of that. Let's go do it on purpose." So he he tasked me to start his energy company. <laughs> And um, that's how I got started in the business. And so you've obviously got some of your Nostra Terror assets in the sort of Texas area, and you obviously you're mainly based onshore. Uh, mm-hmm. So you just want to give us a bit of a flavor of where those assets are based in USA and Egypt. Yeah, sure. Um, in the U.S., we've got uh, East Texas and West Texas. In East Texas, we uh, we found a field. Um, now, uh, let me back up a little bit. When we started um, uh, at Nostra, we started buying non-op or non-operated working interests, smaller interests operated by by other operators, and um, we started building our portfolio that way. And then in the in the last um, year plus, we started transitioning to where we we've got more control and buying assets that we operate, and we've got a larger interest in. So, um, last year, the end of last year. We had sold our uh, Chisholm Trail prospect, which we had a 20% non-operated working interest. And um, we turned around and we bought uh, Pine Mills, where we have a 87.5% working interest, and we are the operator. So that's a field over in East Texas, uh, right on the Louisiana border. It's uh, doing you know just over 100 barrels a day. We've um, we were the first operator in the last uh, three years, uh, three operators also for that matter. We're the first in three years to to uh, make money to be profitable on the asset. Um, so we're we're happy about that. We're proud that we're able to do that. We're we're very efficient in our operations, and uh, that's where we stand on that one. Um, we've also got some recent news that we've we've had on that asset where we I said we're eighty seven and a half percent working interest. We have a judgment that we inherited um, a collection a judgment. Over the others, it's secured over the twelve and a half percent working interest. So um, we've got uh, legal proceedings that are moving forward on that, um, and very shortly, we'll have a conclusion to that where um, we'll either get paid the uh, cash that's owed, or uh, we'll have an auction and we'll um, we'll use the uh, judgment to bid and own the asset. And um, either outcome is a great outcome for us. Yeah. So I mean, one of one of your most recent pieces of news was about Magnolia Petroleum. Do you want mm-hmm. to just give shareholders an update as to what's happening there? 
Um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was pretty simple. It was just an acquisition. We were approached um, by um, by people associated with the company and for a large shareholding. And um, we looked at it and we saw options on on how we could make money for our shareholders on that. So we went ahead and bought the shares. We bought them at a at a huge discount. And um, um, we've owned those shares. And so that's about all we can say at that point. Yes. I mean, what's the what's the future goal there with Magnolia? Or can you can you not allude to that at the moment? Well, they they can speak to what they want to do with their business, but um, you know, it's a it's a very minority position for us. Um, when we acquired, it was less than five percent of of you know of our market cap, so it's it's really a, just a small investment. Okay, and what's the what's the future looking like for Nostra Terra? What what's your sort of next two quarters news flow looking like? Well, so so back to the assets on the uh, U.S. I mean, we've got the East Texas asset, Pine Mills. Um, we've got West Texas, where we've been buying up a handful of uh, leases in an area, and you know they they they're small, and in a way, they're insignificant as far as the production, and that's fine because what we're really doing is we're banking these reserves. So we're buying these assets, and we're picking up these leases that they make money in their own right. Um, they, but as long as they're producing, they, the leases will not expire. And that gives us other locations, other proven locations that we can drill in the future whenever we'd like. Um, these locations right now at $40 oil and we're above 40, but at $40 oil, you're a two to one return. Okay. So, so we can drill these whenever we want. We can drill them tomorrow. We can rate, wait 20 years and drill them, but we can drill these whenever we'd like. And we're just building up that nice little inventory where it could be double the size of Pine Mills for that matter um, in the future. Um, so that's a nice little thing that's kind of cooking in the background and, and we're working on that. Um, and then, of course, we've got Egypt. Um, Egypt, we hadn't spoken much about in the, in the uh, past. Um, and the reason for that was, was pretty simple. We didn't have much that we could say as um, as it was um, the asset wasn't progressing. There was nothing going on. Um, but we've recently announced that we had acquired the other 50 percent um, of the uh, um, of the JV, which gives us a full 50 percent of the asset. Now uh, we've got 50 percent of that concession that we own and um, uh, it's already closed. We own that and we're working with the operator and with the uh, government, EGPC to um to work on uh, the past issues and clean that up and um so the market I, I think is giving us no value possibly negative value for that asset but the reality is it's a, it's a producing asset it's a good asset and uh, the issues were legacy issues they were created by another party and we are are successful in proving that we can clean up these um, you know, these problems and, um, we're working together. We're having good conversations with the other parties and we're aligned in our interests. So we'll update on that here in the, in the near future. Okay. I can't, I can't really let you go without talking about cash, of course. So you really, mm-hmm. you placed back in April, uh, 500,000, uh, pounds. So I'm just wondering what's the money being used for? Is it being used to accelerate the assets paying off? debt or can you give us a bit more detail around that please no i mean it, it hasn't it hasn't gone towards debt and, and that's something let me point that out while we're while we're talking about that um in uh, in the past for the last uh, we're we're now coming up on uh, three years here of of oil downturn 
most banks uh, that have got their their loan, their for senior facilities or even MES facilities, um, you've got you've got uh, payments that need to be made, obviously, and you've got your redeterminations for the senior facilities that happen twice a year, where they look at your reserves and they and they look at your cash flow and they make an adjustment upward or, or downward um, on if they're going to give you more money or if you need to pay them back. And of course, with the uh, with everything that's gone on, it's the banks calling in, calling the notes in, saying, "Look, guys, you need to you need you need to pay these down." Uh, the follow-on from that is that the companies have been putting out RNSs stating that they've uh, negotiated and got a forbearance agreement, or that they've got other problems with their with their debt, et cetera. Mm. We've never never had to announce anything like that because we've always been very cautious on our debt. And um, and so we're we're in the same position right now where we do not have a problem with that. We're not worried about that. Um, when we so to answer your question, when we raise the money, where um, we've been cautious and we've been looking at a handful of opportunities. One, including buying um, buying out um, the other fifty percent of the JV to where we now own um, the fifty percent interest in Egypt. Yeah. Um, so we've got funds available for that, and we've got funds a- available for some uh, further opportunities as well. So at the moment, it's right to say you've still got the money. It's sitting there, and you're waiting for something useful to do it with. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty accurate. Okay, Matt. Well, that's rounded up most of my questions for today. Is there anything else that you'd like to add before we leave? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I would uh, direct uh, anybody if they're interested to look at some of the some of the recent announcements. Look at our assets. Look at Pine Mills, um, Permian Basin, um, and uh, Egypt. I mean, like I said, with Egypt, I think you're getting no value for Permian Basin. Um, you know, back uh, back in um, April, we put out an RNS giving the the reserve report. You've got a, a value for the 87 and a half percent interest that we currently own. At three point five million, three point five three million PV ten, so three and a half million dollars on a PV ten. Our market cap is less than that, significantly less than that, and we've got that value for the eighty-seven and a half. That doesn't include the the other twelve and a half that um, that we're moving forward, and we're we're pretty close on the foreclosure of that or the collection of that. Um, it, you know, the valuation's way out of whack, and we're going to do everything we can to uh, to bring that, make that right, and continue to increase the value of the company. Yeah, I mean, your market cap to me is looking something around one and a half million at the moment. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that and that doesn't include. So you got three and a half million for for the eighty-seven and a half percent pine mills. You got another twelve and a half that's coming. You've got um, Permian Basin that hasn't been included. You have Egypt that hasn't been included. Um, yeah, it's 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 kind of shocking. There's a big disconnect, obviously. So it's considerable upside, essentially. Yeah. Okay, Matt, then. Well, it's been great talking to you, and we hope to hear a bit more from you in the future as to how Nostra Terra are getting on. Yeah, we've we've got a lot going on, and we've got a lot to update on, so um, we're happy to uh, talk at any time about that. Okay, thank you, Matt. So that was Matt Lofgren, CEO of Nostra Terra Oil & Gas, ticker NTOG on AIM. Thank you, Matt. Great, thank you. Thank you for listening. Remember to visit our website for more news and other podcasts at www.share-talk.com.